Hello, my name is Stephen Bushong. I'm associate editor at Solar Power World. This is Solar Speaks Live, powered by Unirac. And I'm here this afternoon with Peter Lawrence. He's the CEO of Unirac. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Stephen. Absolutely. So I want to get a little philosophical from the, from the get-go here. I think that the solar industry, and most people would agree with me, can make or break itself depending on the long-term quality and success of projects. Um, yet solar installers are sort of made to face off against each other uh, to sometimes uneducated consumers whose greatest concern is the cost of the system, price per watt. So what's your advice to solar installers? How can they, how can they do work with the best material even when they cost a more? You know, that's actually a great question. Um, and I appreciate you opening up with that because I, I actually think it's one of the fundamental challenges that we as an industry face today. And, mm. and I'd like to broaden it. It's not just the installers. It actually applies to the entire value chain. It could apply to us as Unirec or a wrecking company, to okay. a motor manufacturer or a financing company. Um, and, and what you're describing there is where um, a lot of participants in, in our industry are really keen on growing very, very fast without necessarily really understanding how do they solve, what are the customers' needs and how do they solve those needs, right? And I think we're at a point now with a five-year IDC extension where it is really about time to think about how do we better meet those customer needs. So um, maybe a few thoughts on what we're trying to do at Unirac. So, um, you may have seen that at our booth we are launching a new microarray product um, and that product um, brings a lot of value to our customers. The product cost is slightly more expensive than a rail-based system but allows the installers to get out of the roof faster. It reduces supply chain cost across the value chain and it also allows you to think differently about power density on the roof. Now we've done a total cost of ownership study with a, a customer which was difficult and it'll mean different things for different customers, but we try to create this fact base around it and have that conversation around what is the true value we create here. And look, sometimes it is about reducing the cost. You have to price your products competitively, but you right. have to demonstrate more value than that. And I think for the installer, to bring it back to your original question, um, if they sell solar 10 or 20% cheaper, why do you have to do it? If you really understand your customer, why couldn't you say something um, we're going to be always cheaper than retail, right? Your retail power price. Right. Um, and then you can start having a conversation about maybe one of your customer really likes um, energy independence. And you say, look, solar is actually awesome because it, it's, you know, as a patriotic American, it really helps our country. And then you have somebody else who says, look, I want, I want to be green, right? Yeah. And you can change the conversation. So it's more about a sales technique, you yeah. know, making sure that it's framed the right way so that you are able to sell a system that might be a few cents more per watt than a competitor, but you have better quality products. It's, it's a sales. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, you have to put a bit more work in to understand what the customer really wants. Um, and look, make no mistakes, I think we all have to be competitive on the product side. Right? Yeah. But that is not the only story. Okay. Uh, you earned an MBA from Harvard University, okay, in 2001. Ever since, and even before that, you've been connected to renewable energy. So, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like you could do anything, all right? Why did you pick renewables, and specifically, why solar? 
if you knew me better, you would know that I, uh, I couldn't, there are a lot of things I can't do. But um, <laughs> maybe let me, let me describe a little bit my background. I actually, um, after graduating from college, joined Shell in the mid-90s. And as a German, that was probably the one company after Brent Spark oil crisis that you don't want to join. Oh. So I found myself <laughs> like apologizing to most of my friends why I'm doing it. What, wasn't it Shell Solar? Or? So um, I joined Shell, um, the global company, on a finance program. I did see the light very quickly. Um, after a year I joined Shell Solar, I became the finance manager for the solar business. Um, and uh, that was a lot of fun. We built a multi manufacturing plant, 20 megawatts in Gelsenkirchen, Germany. That was the largest one in the world. Okay. Um, hard to believe uh, all these years later. But um, so then eventually I came over to the States and uh, got an MBA. And, and um, so why renewables, why solar? I, um, I had a personal experience where um, my wife got pretty sick and, and it's kind of like those moments where within 30 seconds, your entire life is crystal clear. Wow. And I realized I don't want to be a consultant. I want to be in renewables and I want to run a company. Those were the two things. I want to run a company and be in renewables. And, and then you have to think about, okay, so as a consultant, you don't really know much. Right. Um, and I, I joined a client of mine, Quanta Services, because they gave me the opportunity to actually run a business unit. And then you start building experiences um, and, um, in different areas, and that allows you then to go to the next level. And, and um, what I would tell people, and I say that a lot to folks that apply to us, um, look, a Harvard MBA is, is, is not worth much once you start working. It's really true. <laughs> Nobody at Unirac cares that I have an MBA. Right? And same when you work for a consulting firm like McKinsey. You pick up tools that are extremely helpful, but at the end of the day, it's, it's about real life and real work, right? Makes sense. So as CEO of a leading solar mounting manufacturer, what do you spend a lot of time thinking about? So we recently sold the company from Hilti to a private firm in New York. Um, and when that's was that? April. Okay. And that's very exciting for us because they're really keen on deploying more capital. And, um, and I probably, probably spent my time on, on a couple of areas. I think the first one is kind of like building a foundation now for the next six months. Okay. Um, where with our new owners, we can kind of like then take this company to the next level. And the foundation is in really three areas. The first area is sales excellence. And we touched on that a little bit in your first yeah. question. Um, we brought a great new sales executive in from uh, um, outside of the solar renewable industry who um, has sold value in industrial goods and, and uh, very successfully. Uh, the second area is um, uh, solutions excellence. So I intentionally say solution, like we've got to have good products, but also good services and good software. Right. Right. That's the next area where, what else do we need to be doing to really help our customers scale up and reduce the cost? And the third part is operational excellence. Mm. Um, we've done a good job the last three years, expand our supplier base more globally but we're gonna take that to the next level. Um, that's kind of like building the foundation on one side, and then the real fun part comes about, okay, so what could Unirec look like in three years, yeah. right? And that's where, you know, we are looking at, at M&A opportunities. Um, don't wanna talk about those. But the other area is collaboration. I, I think the, the whole industry needs to collaborate much more. Really? We collaborate with um, uh, inverter companies, with multi manufacturers, and, um, that allows you that we don't have to buy a company, but you can get the same impact um, to your customers uh, by collaborating. So those so are, are probably the like chairs. totally integrated systems? No, but um, I actually don't believe in virtual integration 
when a market is efficient. It makes a lot of sense when the industry is uh, just maturing and, and growing up and you don't have anybody to build your solar system, you may want to do it yourself. Mm. But I believe in, 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 in a very focused excellence in a value chain. But the touch points, those are the ones where two parties can then really make that more efficient. Um, and we do a lot of work with, um, with a company like Enphase or with a Modi manufacturer. Um, and that's part of our focus, yeah. Okay. Uh, you joined Unirac in 2011 uh, from Quanta Renewable Energy Services, as you said, uh, where you were president. So how does your experience there help you lead Unirac? And, and the reason I'm asking this is because Quanta focuses on, correct me if I'm wrong, some O&M, some construction. They do, they do a lot in the uh, contracting industry. Um, right? Yeah. So. And, and, and that's our audience. So I'm curious how you can relate to them. And Look, Quanta is, uh, is an S&P 500 company, probably like five or six billion market cap. They build big power plants, transmission lines, distribution lines, gas pipelines. And I was running a renewables business, which at that point consisted of a wind farm business. We built wind farms, or the electrical side of it. Yeah. And then we actually started a solar APC group from scratch. Um, so what did I take away from it? It was a very valuable experience, um, partially because I made a lot of mistakes and you got to get better at it, so hopefully I don't make the mistakes, uh, same mistakes again, but um, I think the first one is a customer perspective, right? Um, we sell to EPCs. Now at Quanta we were a large one, but I also tried to build a residential business, which didn't materialize, but, but kind of like really understanding what, what is the customer looking for. Um, and that could be as simple as contractually, like how do you need to work with EPCs? So I would say it's, it's this, this, this customer perspective. The other aspect is the systems perspective across the value chain. I mentioned the collaboration. Right. You know, when you're an EPC, you have to take the module, the inverter, the racking, and put it all together into a solution that works for a customer. So I recognize the importance of that. It's not just racking. Right. Racking won't make solar happen, <laughs> right? Um, and I think that's important. And then, look, as, as every professional who grows, look, there are some, some golden rules that you take away, right? And, and one thing that, that I would maybe emphasize for, for ASEAN Solar is um, the ability to focus or learning that focus is really important and that there are times where you have to say no to your customers, mm. right? You can't serve every customer. I have to say no sometimes. Yeah. So we're at SPI today. Uh, what? new things have you been sharing with people as they stop by your booth? Um, so we've told our story, like where do we want to go as, as Unirac um, over the next three, five years. But, but more specifically with our booth, um, this is actually a great time for us. We've, uh, we're launching three, four new products. We have a new software tool that we've taken to the next level. So um, it's kind of like a perfect storm coming together for us. But, okay. but it makes for great customer conversations. Um, so the first product is our microrail. Um, a lot of, or many people call it um, a railer system. It's the second generation. We feel like with, um, with our customers who helped us tremendously, uh, we've taken this to the next level now, where it's a mature product where installers, large or small, can really take this and, and intuitively install it and then take advantage of significantly fast installation time, but also like very different true deployment logistics, right? So that's one part, one product. Um, that I'm actually personally most excited about. It's right. a true game changer, or it has the potential to be a true game changer. Then on the commercial flat roof, um, we've always had a 10, always had a 10 degree uh, um, tilt system. We've now expanded that to five degree and uh, dual tilt. Okay. And the basic premises of our 
um, 10 degree system, uh, simplicity in design, uh, one tool, very few components. Um, we've adopted to those two new products as well. Um, and again, it should really help our installers, not just with installation, but also with the engineering design. Which brings me to um, the third part, our software, our U-Builder. We've retaken that to the next level um, on, on in terms of how quickly you can do a structural design, um, but also how flexible it is, right? Um, those are probably the three things that, um, that we talk a lot about here. Can you tell me a little bit more about U-Builder? I know uh, contractors use that a lot. Um, I would like for them to make better, more use of it. But, um, and, and the reason <laughs> is that um, everybody kind of grows up with a homemade Excel spreadsheets and yeah. some other tools, right? And it's very hard with software to make a switch. But U-Builder is really very, very easy to use. You and I could literally go to, go to your residential house, take your home address, and do a design within five minutes. Uh -huh. It is that simple. So there is like a Google picture that you can zoom in at a very detailed level. You can come like surround your area and then auto-populate it with, with a solar system, right? And then there are other things you can do, how you can then export it into, um, into um, other softwares or, or systems that you use. Good, good. Uh, the, the connections you were talking yeah. about seems to be a focus. So finally, and we touched on this a little bit, but I want to ask what's next uh, for, your, for you and Unirac. Uh, what will we see when we're back here, literally right here in Las Vegas in 2017? Can't tell you. Can't tell me. No. All right, with a win. No, no. I mean, look, <laughs> um, we have to continue to push our products and services, right? I mean, yeah. I think that goes without saying. And and um, we already have a product roadmap that we're working on um, and residential and commercial flat roof will remain our focus. Um, we are um, looking at our ground mount system that we're selling through distribution now and see like what, what's kind of like the next iteration of that. But I do think um, we're probably going to talk much more about software and services okay. um, next year round. Um, and then maybe, who knows, some acquisitions. Right, so there's some uh, top secret projects underway behind the walls at Unirap. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Peter Lawrence. Really Thanks, appreciate Steve. your time. Thank you. My name is Stephen Bashong. I'm associate editor at Solar Power World. This has been Solar Speaks Live, powered by Unirac. Thank you.